Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hello, and welcome to uh, another episode, or the second episode, of Mike Reed's Wikipedia. In the last episode, we looked at uh, British stereotypes on Wikipedia. Um, one thing I didn't explain is that uh, the way I'm doing this is that uh, it's the first time I've read the article. Um, uh, so we can kind of read along together. Um, I'll put a link to today's article in uh, the comments below. Uh, but uh, if you remember, um, or if you don't, go back and watch episode one. Um, we uh, ended up looking at uh, the Keep Calm and Carry On posters from the Second World War. And today um, I would like to have a look at that uh, that wikipedia site so let's um open it up um this is quite an iconic thing and it's something i use in my design um projects quite a lot um so uh, it'll be more interesting to find out uh, something about this so keep calm and carry on from wikipedia Keep Calm and Carry On was a motivational poster produced by the British government in 1939 in preparation for World War II. The poster was intended to raise the morale of the British public, threatened with widely predicted mass air attacks on major cities. Although 2.45 million copies were printed and the blitz did in fact take place, the poster was only rarely publicly displayed and was little known until a copy was rediscovered in 2000. Uh, in the last episode, I said I thought it was rediscovered in the 1970s, but it turns out it was the year 2000. Um, it was discovered at Barter Books, a bookshop in Ainwick. Well, that's interesting. Discovered in a bookshop. It has since been reissued by a number of private companies and has been used as a decorative theme for a range of products, including some that I make. Evocative of the Victorian belief in British Stoicism, or stiff upper lip. Now, interestingly, that was cited in uh, the um, description of British characteristics of stereotypes. So uh, stiff upper lip is obviously the most used phrase in terms of the British. Uh, so evocative of the Victorian belief in British Stoicism, the stiff upper lip, self-discipline, fortitude and remaining calm in adversity. The poster has become recognised around the world. It was thought that only two original copies survived until a collection of approximately 15 was brought in the Antiques Roadshow in 2012 by the daughter of an ex-Royal Observer Corps member. A further examples have come to light since. So I wonder how much a, an original uh, poster is actually worth, uh, or the original plates. 
it's always fascinated me about the copyright on it. It's a 1939 poster. I'm sure somewhere we might find that out. So let's dig into the history. What we're going to find out today, according to the contents of Wikipedia, uh, is we're going to find out about its design and production, uh, later developments, rediscovery and the commercialization, uh, trademark claims. So interestingly, Wikipedia is probably going to answer my question about copyright, uh, imitations, uh, and then there's a gallery. So uh, that won't make good radio. So let's have a look at the history, design and production. The Keep Calm and Carry On poster was designed by the Ministry of Information during the period of 27th of June to the 6th of July 1939. It was produced as part of a series of three home publicity posters. The others read, Your courage, your cheerfulness, your resolution will bring us victory. You have to kind of read it in that voice, don't you? Uh, there was another one. Freedom is in peril. Defend it with all your might. Not as catchy, are they, really? And uh, if you are watching this on video, you'll see a couple of pictures uh, of them there. And um, also different fonts, interestingly. Each poster showed the slogan under a representation of a Tudor crown, a symbol of the state. They were intended to be distributed to strengthen morale in the event of a wartime disaster, such as mass bombing of major cities using high explosives or even poison gas, which was widely expected within hours of an outbreak of war. It's interesting that they'd prepared for this with posters. Nowadays, I imagine the government would prepare with uh, GIFs or memes, uh, but then you know, our current government would probably only do them with hindsight. A career civil servant named A.P. Waterfield. A.P. Waterfield. And that's not a link, sadly, so we can't find out more about him. Came up with the Your Courage as a rallying war cry that will bring out the best of everyone and put us in an offensive mood at once. Others involved in the planning of the early poster. I guess A.P. Waterfield was the Dominic Cummings of his time, coming up with slogans for posters. Others involved in the planning of the early posters included John Hilton, Professor of Industrial Relations at Cambridge University, responsible overall as Director of Home Publicity, William Surrey Dane, Managing Director of Odom's Press, Gervais Huxley, former head of publicity for the Empire Marketing Board. Oh, I can only imagine that uh, Boris Johnson is considering restarting the Empire Marketing Board. I'd probably apply for a job there for the irony. William Codling, controller of HMSO, and Harold Nicholson, MP, WGV Vaughan, who became director of the General Production Division, GPD, H.V. Rhodes, who later wrote an occasional paper on setting up a new government department, Iverson McAdam, Mr. Cruthley, and Mr. Francis, Ernest, I mean, why are they in quote marks? Um, Mr. Cuthley, Cruthley and Mr. Francis. They sound very much like characters from a Harry Enfield wartime uh, broadcast. Ernest Wallcousins was the artist tasked with creating the poster designs. Now, if we're looking for somebody to uh, investigate after this, that may well be interesting. Ernest Charles Wallcousins was a British illustrator and later a famous portraitist and landscape painter. He illustrated royal occasions, was an official World War II artist, and painted British Prime Minister Winston Churchill's World War II victory portrait. Interesting. 
we may go back to Ernest at some point in time. Great name, War Cousins. Detailed planning for the posters had started in April 1939, and the eventual designs were prepared after meetings between officials from the Ministry of Information and HM Treasury on the 26th of June 1939, and between officials from the Ministry of Information and HMSO on the 27th of June 1939. Good thing about the British is we record minutes about decisions on posters. Roughs of the poster were completed on the 6th of July 1939 and the final designs were agreed by the Home Secretary Samuel Hoare. Oh, what fun we could have with that name this political cycle. First Viscount Templewood on the 4th of August 1939. Printing began on the 23rd of August 1939, the day the Nazi Germany and the USSR signed the Molotov-Rippentrop Pact, which is something I don't know anything about. Um, it's the... Uh, arrangement that Germany came to with Russia to uh, that Stalin uh, brought himself some time with as I understand it but always worth bearing in mind we weren't on the side of the USSR or they weren't on our side um, in in the beginning of the war and the posters were all ready to be placed up within 24 hours of the outbreak of war so we were certainly prepared I don't think we built Anderson shelters at this stage but we were going to protect people with publicity the posters were produced in 11 different sizes, ranging from 15 inches by 10 up to a large 48-sheet version. Oh, wouldn't it be great to have that as wallpaper? The background colour was either red or blue. The lettering was probably hand-drawn by War Cousins. It is similar but not identical to humanist sans-serif typefaces such as Gil Sands and Johnston. Oh no, Johnston! Oh, it's got a T in it, we're okay. Hand-drawn fonts. Illustrators back in the day uh, were artists. Um, and I know, you know, I'm an illustrator and I think I'm an artist. Um, but I have no idea. Um, uh, when I first started doing graphic design, we used Letraset to do most of our typesetting and a, and a great big camera in a dark room to uh, produce artworks. Uh, and uh, computers radically changed that world for me. But uh, the idea that uh, somebody sat there at a, at a drawing desk um, drawing out each individual font, um, character of the font. It's quite amazing. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Almost two and a half million copies of Keep Calm and Carry On were printed between the 23rd of August and the 3rd of September 1939, but the poster was not sanctioned for immediate public display. It was instead decided that copies should remain in cold storage for use. And cold storage is in quote marks there because uh, I don't imagine it had to be cold to store posters. For use after serious air raids. Also, the idea was uh, to bolster you after the air raids. They would have sent people around to put posters up in the streets of the East End. Remarkable. Uh, so it was to be used, uh, kept in cold storage for use after serious air raids with resources transferred to your courage and freedom is in peril posters instead. Copies of Keep Calm and Carry On were retained until April 1940, but stocks were then pulped as part of a wider paper salvage campaign. And again, there's an interesting link trying to find out uh, how paper was recycled and salvaged during the Second World War. A very few copies do appear to have been displayed, but such instances were rare and unauthorised. An October 1940 edition of the Yorkshire Post reports the poster hung in a shop in Leeds, while a photograph discovered in 2016 shows it on the wall of a government laboratory in Bedfordshire. The remainder of the Ministry of Information publicity campaign was cancelled in October 1939, following criticism of its cost and its impact. Many people claimed not to have seen the posters, while those who did see them regarded them as patronising and divisive. Isn't that interesting? 1939, no different to today. Design historian Susanna Walker regards the campaign as a resounding failure and reflective of misjudgment by upper-class civil servants of the mood of the people. I'll say no more. Later developments. In late May and early June 1941, 14 million copies of a leaflet entitled Beating the Invader were distributed with a message from Prime Minister Winston Churchill. Now, that we don't have a picture of, but we should find that um, and see what that looks like. Uh, the leaflet begins, if invasion comes, and it exhorts the populace to stand firm and carry on. The two phrases do not appear in one sentence as they apply to different segments of the population depending on their circumstances, with those civilians finding themselves in areas of fighting ordered to stand firm, i.e. stay put, and those not in areas of fighting ordered to carry on, i.e. continual vital war work. Each mandate is identified as a great order and duty should invasion come. The leaflet then lists 14 questions and answers on practical measures to be taken if we're invaded. It's fascinating, isn't it, just to think of what uh, what it was like to live in that time uh, and be warned by your Prime Minister in a leaflet that uh, if you're invaded and if you're at the fighting front, then you have to stand firm. And if you're working in a factory, then you have to carry on making weapons for those on the front. Rediscovery and commercialisation. In 2000, Stuart Manley, co-owner with his wife Mary of Barter Books Limited in Ainwick, Northumberland, was sorting through a box of second-hand books brought at auction when he uncovered one of the original Keep Calm and Carry On posters. 
The couple framed it and hung it by the cash register. It attracted so much interest that Manley began to produce and sell copies of it. In late 2005, Guardian journalist Susie Steiner featured the replica posters as a Christmas gift suggestion, raising their profile still further. Interesting that um, that happens. Um, just as an aside, um, uh, Kim Wilshire, a Guardian um, newspaper uh, journalist, wrote an article about uh, my comic, the Brexit comic, and it generated thousands of sales in one day. Um, so newspapers still a very important part, and obviously this poster came from Barter Books uh, via The Guardian to uh, mass recognition and a, and a mythological history as well. Other companies followed the Manley's example, and the design rapidly began to be used as a theme for a wide range of products. Mary Manley later commented, I didn't want it trivialised, but of course now it's become trivialised beyond belief. That's interesting. In early 2012, Barter Books de debuted an informational short film, The Story of Keep Calm and Carry On, providing visual insight into the modernisation and commercialisation of the design and the phrase. The poster has become an evocation sorry, of British stoicism, the stiff upper lip, there's that phrase again, self-discipline, fortitude and remaining calm in adversity. Susanna Walker comments that it is now seen not only as a distillation of crucial moments in Britishness, but also as an inspiring message from the past to the present in a time of crisis. She goes on to point out, however, that such an interpretation overlooks the circumstances of its production and the relative failure of the campaign of which it formed a part. Trademark claims. In August 2011, it was reported that the UK-based company called Keep Calm and Carry On Limited, managed by entrepreneur Mark Coop, had registered the slogan as a community trademark in the EU, <laughs> ironically, um, and in the United States. After failing to obtain its registration as a trademark in the United Kingdom, the company issued a takedown request against the seller of Keep Calm and Carry On products. The company's right to claim the trademark was questioned by, among others, the Manleys of Barter Books, as the slogan had been widely used before registration and was not recognisable as indicating trade origin. An application was submitted by British Intellectual Property Advisor and UK trademarking service Trademark Direct, to cancel the registration on the grounds that the words were too widely used for one person to own the exclusive rights to them. But the request for cancellation was rejected and the trademark is still protected in all EU countries. That is so ironic that the trademark in the UK is not protected, which allows me to use it uh, as a parody. Um, but in the EU, I could have a takedown notice for using it. Uh, we're no longer in the EU and therefore not covered by that law, which is cool. The company subsequently tried to register the slogan as its trademark in both the United States and Canada. Imitations. As the popularity of the poster in various media has grown, innumerable, innumerable parodies, including mine, imitations and co-options have also appeared, making it a notable meme. Messages range from cute to the overtly political. Examples have included now panic and freak out, with an upside down crown, get excited and make things, which um, Adam Savage, uh, one of my YouTube heroes or TV heroes, uh, offered be seen wearing that t-shirt with a crown incorporating spanners, uh, keep calm and have a cupcake with a cupcake icon instead of the crown, don't panic and fake a British accent, yeah, that's, um, that's a good idea, keep spending and carrying on shopping, 
keep calm and don't sneeze during the 2009 swine flu pandemic, which we've all forgotten now because it really only affected pigs and a few humans. Keep calm and call Batman with the Batman logo. And keep calm and switch to Linux. This is a very geeky uh, example. In March to April 2012, the British rock band McFly undertook a theatre tour entitled the Keep Calm and Play Louder Tour, promoted with a poster closely based on that of the 1939 one. In late 2012 and early 2013, the Save Lewisham Hospital campaign, a protest against proposed cuts in services at the University Hospital Lewisham, made widespread use of a poster with the slogan, Don't Keep Calm, Get Angry and Save Lewisham A&E, which is not a catchy slogan. Um, the efforts of Nahid Nensi, sorry if I've um, got that pronunciation completely wrong, the mayor of Calgary, Alberta, Canada, to encourage and motivate his citizens in the wake of the 2013 Alberta floods, made him the subject of the parody, Keep Calm and Neshi On, which t-shirts were made. Uh, now on the video, there's a gallery of um, uh, a few parody posters um, and uh, interesting Charlie Hebdo uh, references. So um, that is, uh, as we uh, know it, according to Wikipedia, the history of the Keep Calm and Carry On poster. Um, it's, I, for me, um, one of the reasons that it's very usable is, is cited in the article that um, uh, it, it seems to hark back to a time when, um, A, we did what governments told us to, and B, that uh, it was a simple, stoic, um, stiff upper lip issue. Um, but the interesting thing I think we find out uh, from this is that uh, actually it was a cock up by posh patronizing politicians um, from trying to uh, um, talk down really to a general population um, and use symbols like the crown to um, help to justify, I guess, that patronization. Um, it's interesting that we look back at the war um, through uh, keep calm and carry on tinted glasses, I think. So um, if we're looking for uh, the next article, the bit that interested me the most was um, Ernest Charles Wallcousins. Um, and uh, in here, the link tells us that he was a famous British illustrator and later a famous portraitist. So um, I'd like to actually go and find out some more about him. And... Um, we will do that in the next episode of Mike Reed's Wikipedia. Thanks for joining. Um, if you get a chance to share this or uh, leave a comment um, underneath, then I'd really appreciate it because it helps uh, for them to get noticed. Um, obviously, only say nice things. Keep calm and carry on. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.